slippery, justice and a bright future. I know that if I ever get into an accident or any of my inner circle needs a lawyer, it's Sam and Ash Injury Law all the way. Save this number in your phone as Ryan's lawyer, Nevada's very own. 702-820-1234 or salmonashlaw.com The Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show with Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace Weekdays at 4 on Fox Sports Las Vegas 98.9 FM and 1340 AM KKGK Las Vegas This summer, get in the game and earn cash for betting sports with the William Hill Nevada Mobile Sports app on your phone or tablet. During William Hill's Summer Rewards, earn up to $500 cash back. Between now and August 5th, you'll be eligible for cash back points for every wager made, win or lose, on the William Hill Nevada Mobile Sports app. You'll also earn bonus cash back for teasers and parlay card wagers made on the app. To enroll in Summer Rewards and to see participating locations, visit WilliamHill.us. That's WilliamHill.us. Hey Chuck, I know there are a lot of scams with online payday loans. What should people watch out for? So many of these websites might look totally legit, but they're far from it. And the borrower needs to be very careful to make sure they're dealing with a lender that's licensed right here in Nevada, like Dollar Loan Center. How do they get away with that? It's normally the online companies that are based out of the country in places like Costa Rica or hiding on tribal land to skirt state lending laws. And others are just lead generators who will just bombard you with calls, texts, and emails. Just be careful and do your research. That was Chuck, founder of Dollar Loan Center, with some very sound advice about online loan scams. We have over 50 local and licensed locations, and our friendly Dollar Loan Center staff are ready to help while keeping your information safe. Stop by or check us out online at don'tbebroke.com for all the details. Licensed by the Data Financial Institutions Division. Customer must meet the normal loan qualifications. Review loan qualifications. Visit us at don'tbebroke.com. Certain limitations may apply. Loans are subject to approval. I'm Justin Watkins with Battleborn Injury Lawyers. Some people call an attorney when they hear a catchy jingle or the kids memorize a phone number. But most people ask friends or family who they used because the bottom line is most people just want an attorney who is good at their job and answers the phone. At Battleborn, we have built our practice on the word-of-mouth referrals from happy clients because we keep our promises and get great results. So if you need an attorney, call Battleborn Injury Lawyers at 570-9000. That's 570-9000. Great values are happening now during Lowe's Summer Savings. Save on select appliance special values. Plus, save an additional $50 when you buy two or more appliances, $396 or more. You'll also find new lower prices on ceiling fans, landscape lighting, and more. So shop Lowe's today. In-store must-ask cashier to apply discount. Must purchase two or more appliances, each totaling $3.96 or more. Can't be combined with more discounts. Savings varies based on eligible total purchase. See Lowe's.com for restrictions. Valid 7-15 through 8-4. U.S. only. The Walter Payton Scholarship Celebrity Golf Classic will be hosted by the South Shore Country Club at Lake Las Vegas on Sunday, August 22nd. Former and current NFL players, along with other athletes and celebrities, will be paired with sponsors to play in the tournament. Join NFL superstars, pro bowlers, Hall of Famers, Super Bowl champions, and many more. For sponsorships and foursome packages, go to DixonGives.com slash Walter Payton. Don't miss the Walter Payton Scholarship Celebrity Golf Classic at the South Shore Country Club at Lake Las Vegas on Sunday, August 22nd. NBA Summer League is back in Vegas August 8th to the 17th. All 30 NBA teams and 75 games. Fox Sports Las Vegas has given you the chance to win the ultimate prize. Four reserve seats and a summer 30 NBA teams and 75 games. Fox Sports Las Vegas has given you the chance to win the ultimate prize. Four reserve seats and a summer league jersey. Go to lvsportsnetwork.com for your chance to win. Zach Kempe dishes in front. Another sliding 
Pat saved by Flurry! This time to his right! Because one hour isn't enough. We welcome you back for hour number two of the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show. Here is a left-wing opportunity. Lizana sliding! Pat save! Robin Leonard! What a stop! From the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios and live at LVSportsNetwork.com with your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Hour number two, rolling right along here on a Thursday afternoon. Special co-host, Stormy Bonatoni, joining me from the Vegas Golden Knights. Big thank you to Sage Sammons and to Brian McCormick and Stormy for offering their time and being so generous with that today and all week. Uh, in the absence of Darren Millard, who selfishly went to the Olympics, and that's my story, and what I'm sticking a jerk. to it. Though, How dare I, he? <laughs> I, I know. I, I, although I will say this, like I can't wait to to start watching the Olympics and ju- just so that I could try to find Mallard in in the different things that he's doing because it'll be fun to watch him in a different setting. And I know that that he's he's the type of guy that challenges himself on a daily basis in terms of of broadcasting. So it's going to be really fun to watch him do something a little bit different. It's so cool. I'm so excited for him. And like you said, to see him do something a little different, like he really is one of the most prepared human beings you could be around despite him not reading your rundowns. Like he just is, (laughs) I swear. Um, He works incredibly hard and it's cool to see him, you know, be rewarded to do such a cool, like once in a lifetime. I mean, I know he's done it before, but like once in a lifetime opportunity for anybody to get to cover the Olympics and see the athletes that are just at the top of their field in the entire world is so incredible and so fun. I just like, I, I can't, I love seeing his pictures from his travel days there. Like I hope he keeps sending them. And I know I, I've listened to you guys on the show before and uh, Chapman, I, I, I feel bad for him too, that he doesn't get to fully enjoy everything that Tokyo has to offer because of the pandemic. But everybody staying as safe as possible which is totally understandable um but yeah so so cool like what a bucket list like who wouldn't want to cover the olympics get out of here (laughs) yeah the worst part for me the pinnacle of sport the worst part for me is that i actually had tickets to go and watch some of the events and well obviously that that was not going to happen once once uh the pandemic started but uh we had tickets for women's soccer semis which i was super excited about because there was a good chance I was going to get to see the U.S. women. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I'll have to settle for the Gold Cup, which is here on August 1st, I think it is. So maybe I get to see the U.S. men, which which will kind of make up for it a little bit. But, uh, yeah, Olympics was always on my bucket list. So I'm definitely not going to Beijing. So I'll have to hope that maybe when they come back to the States, I think it's in L.A. in 2028. 20, I'm hoping maybe I'll get to check it out then. That Yeah, that sounds amazing. I'm a huge um, gymnastics fan. My mom's a coach here locally, and I you know, I competed in the sport growing up, and I just absolutely love it. So if there's a event I'm going to be watching here once things get started, it's definitely going to be keeping an eye on the U.S. Uh, men's and women's gymnastics teams and Simone Biles being a freak of nature. Like, if you guys have me on again, I'll be talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, you know, I, I got to ask you, though, real quick, the, the last thing on, on Millard in Tokyo covering the Olympics. If you could hand pick a summer games sport for Millard to do, to work, Ooh. what would it be? And it could be what you think he'd excel at or what you think would be really, really hard for him to do. What, what would you pick, Stormy? 
Well, I know water polo is one of the sports that he will be covering, and I just I find that fascinating because that's got to be just so different <laughs> from anything. You know, like Mallard is yeah. a hockey guy through and through, so covering water polo has got to be a lot like just a fun change of pace. I think it would be interesting to see him do like track and field type of stuff. Just, uh, no, you know what? I'm like, there's so many events that are pretty cool. Fencing, fencing, Darren Millard. Fencing Judging would be interesting. Fencing. <laughs> See now, Love surfing it. was um, introduced I'm, this year, so I I think I would want him to do surfing only because I don't know how he would be able to, like, trying to think of him using like surfing lingo. I mean, let's be honest, he's Cowabunga, not a, baby. Yeah, he's not exactly the the, the coolest hippest oh, come guy. On. So <laughs> no, hey, no, no, Ted. no, no, he he would lean he. Chapman, he would lean so hard into that, it would be phenomenal. He'd just be like, Cowabunga, yeah. slaying dragons. It would be fantastic. <laughs> it would be the greatest thing maybe, maybe, that ever happened to broadcasting. It would be so good. Maybe equestrian, right? That's that's one of the, 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 the events that I just can't watch it. Like to I don't know. It's just it's boring to me. So I would imagine for, for someone like him who seems like he's on the go constantly equestrian or sailing would be kind of boring for him well when i said track and field i was thinking more like the field type of events like seeing darren do play-by-play for like pole vault or the hammer throw throw. (laughs) (laughs) i think would be tremendous he got a hell of a spin there Stop. I'm gonna, I literally almost spit my water all over my laptop sculpted body oh Hello? Oh, okay. There we go. Um, so coming up a little bit later on the show, because I'm not touching that drop, Chapman. I'm not going to do it. A little bit later on in the show, you will have an opportunity. You will have a chance to win two tickets to Battle for Vegas, the celebrity softball game. Team Riley Smith versus Team Marcus Allen. We've also got a little bit of news in terms of what that lineup for Team Riley Smith is going to be, but keep listening for your chance to win. But before we get into that, Stormy, I just want to check in on the offseason so far for you because we, we talked about kind of what that looks like for the Golden Knights, but just because there's no hockey games to be played, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's it's really the offseason, that there isn't there aren't things that you're working on. So what's a normal day look like for you right now in the offseason? Yeah, true. We we kind of talked about it during the break that no, the number one thing I feel like everyone comes up and asks us this time of year is like, oh, are you are you bored that there's no hockey going on? Or like, what do you do now that there's no games for you to be covering? And like, honestly, like they keep us pretty busy. I'm not going to lie. Um, like even today, um, like anytime there's a charity event or anything like that, um, the players are so involved in the community that we're always out covering those as much as we can. The expansion draft, like we talked about at the start of the show, is coming up next week the um, entry level draft Uh, I'm prepping all my cards right now Uh, Darren Millard fortunately has covered (laughs) God knows how many drafts and so he gave me some tips since it's um, the first time that I'm actually like involved in our day-to-day coverage so I'll I'm making all of these cards up for every player in the top 60 all of the teams and their needs and how they finished and all that kind of stuff so that's that's taking up the bulk of my efforts right now but even today Riley Smith it was really it was such a good day um Riley Smith went down to the um 
what's it called? It's the children's lung specialist down at the um, the clinic for all these kids that have cystic fibrosis issues. It's the Cystic Fibrosis Center of Southern Nevada. And he was just down there brightening kids' day for a couple hours and just going into different kids' hospital rooms. And they are such big Golden Knights fans down there, too. It was incredible. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever been down there. I, I told them that we just need to do a full show from this place and have all the kids in it because it was like every wall is head to toe with Vegas Golden Knights photos posters autographs um like different unique memorabilia sticks like it is so cool they are huge fans had it totally decked out and like every patient that went in uh, that riley went in to visit like either had a jersey or a t-shirt or like wanted to talk to him about certain things like even little little kids he did a tiktok dance with this little boy named benji <laughs> like i think that riley smith had more fun today at the hospital than than some of the kids did he was so in his element today it was really cool and we talked about it a little bit earlier how we forget you know the these guys are are people too you know and for a guy like Riley who can be so serious at times and so like focused and goal oriented when it comes to the hockey side of things to see just the way that these little kids lit up and the way they lit him up today and he was just having a blast and was so good with all these kids and his little dog Hunter uh travel along too is really really fun and you think about what those kids have had to go through day in and day out, like dealing with cystic fibrosis as a, as a small child, it's, it's pretty intense. And um, yeah, they were, they were awesome. It was really, it just puts things in perspective and it was really special. Riley was awesome. But I guess you that's know, like, that's a really long winded answer. The, <laughs> you know, we, we had Riley on last week uh, in kind of just the run up to the battle for Vegas celebrity softball game and it, it's very clear in in talking to Riley about anything but hockey that there's just a sense of community that he has and a sense of of respect and understanding that he has for Vegas as as his home and I think that you know kind of what you talked about what you were able to do today with Riley just kind of reinforces how much this community means to him and how much he really likes to be in in and among uh, the the charities and the people that that he he plays a game for, but but really yeah. goes so much far farther beyond that. Well, there are you know people that do things for show, and you know people mm -hmm. that do things for themselves instead of for others. And Riley is not that. Like Riley is. And so many of the players on this Golden Knights team, like, it's really incredible the bond that they have with the community that they've had from day one. And I think that they're really good about recognizing the support that they've gotten and the community impact that they have had toward the team um, that that he wants to be a guy that goes and does that back. And, like, we see that in the things that Ryan Reeves does with, with a lot of them in things that involve kids are really important to them like Ryan Reeves and Brain McNabb the things they've yeah. done with ball hockey the ball hockey rink that Revo is building um, any time that they can get out to hospitals or even Project 150 that we did a lot of work with this past year um, for high school students like anything that involves that next generation specifically I think that they're really really good about and they do they see it as a relationship they know how important it is and you think about how 
ingrained the Golden Knights are in this community. Every time I talk to anybody who's not from here, they're like, I swear, I go out to Vegas, I'm driving down the street, and you can't get away from VGK. It's everywhere, and it, <laughs> it is. And the players feel that when they're driving around town and that they are these recognizable figures and they want to give back and they want to show that the passion and excitement that the fans have for them, like, isn't for no reason, you know, like that it's it's well-placed and it's really cool to see. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And we're, we're talking about Riley Smith. We're talking about the Battle for Vegas celebrity softball game. So let's have a little bit of fun with this, but at the same time drop a little bit of news as well because it was announced today that none other than the captain, Mark Stone, will be a part of Team Riley Smith, which I think is really, really awesome because I'll tell you, I look at Mark Stone. He's a hell of a hockey player. I know that he loves golf. I just, I'm not sure if I expect Mark Stone to be amazing at baseball <laughs> or just like very good at baseball. Like I don't, it's either, it's going to be, I love that those are the two options. Average, very good. <laughs> yeah. It's very good or absolutely a ringer, the best player on the field. Like I'm, I'm not sure where it's going to line up for me with Mark Stone, but those are the two options that I envision in my head. What about you? Like, what do you think of Mark Stone if you think hot, uh, you think baseball, Mark Stone, what do you think? Either way, I want him not to wear a baseball cap. Like, I need him running the bases <laughs> and the flow going through the wind. Like, that's what I need in my life. The fans want it. Come on, Stoney Deliver. Uh, but I, I like that mentality. I think... I personally think he's going to be pretty good because like you said, with the, the yeah. hockey and golf side, like when it comes to having like a stick in his hand kind of thing, he seems to be very coordinated. Mm -hmm. So I, I like that, but <laughs> I think that like Kelly McCrimmon had him do for his hockey stick, he might have to like add another inch or two to it so that he can have the full range of motion <laughs> that he needs. Uh, that's fantastic. So right now, as it stands, Team Riley Smith, these are the Golden Knights that will be um, in attendance at the game. It'll be Mark Stone, Ryan Reeves, Zach Whitecloud, Nick Haig, Cody Glass, Braden McNabb, Keegan Colasar, and then two guys that are not current Golden Knights, but former Golden Knights, Eric Halla, Nate Schmidt. So as I read off those names, Stormy. I must ask you, because the I believe the reigning home run derby champion in Jonathan Marcheseau is not going mm -hmm. to be playing. Uh, who takes up that mantle for the Golden Knights? Which of those players is going to have the most home runs in the home run derby? Ooh, uh, and I will say before I answer, um, I did hear rumblings that there's potential for one more addition. So it hasn't been confirmed yet, Ooh. but keep your eyes peeled and ears open because there is potential that one more player might be joining the fold next week. I, you know what? Oh, this is hard. I think I'm going to go with Keegan Colasar. <laughs> and I don't, that's not a sneaky pick, is it? Actually, I think that's very sneaky. I mean, I... I, I think I think that's a really good op, uh, option. If, if I'm like I've been looking at this and I, I have past experience to draw on. I was able to uh, to be at that first battle for Vic game, and if I wasn't going to go with Eric Halla, I'm probably going to go with Keegan Colasar. Wow, I'm going Nate Schmidt. What? As the Are home? you? Yes. Here's why. Nate Schmidt 
was a really okay. good baseball player in his high school days in Minnesota. Was he? Yes. Dang it. So I think Nate Schmidt is a is. I, if I was making the odds, he he would probably be the favorite. So I don't know if I'm really going out on a limb. But then again, maybe the odds makers don't know the 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 history of Nate Schmidt and sports that I do. So uh, yeah, Nate Schmidt. Actually, if you Google it, you can find pictures of Nate Schmidt with his flowing Ric Flair, long blonde hair in base wow. in a baseball uniform at, well, in high school. Well, don't bring don't bring that up to him. He'll get mad about it. No, me. he he actually he was the one who brought it up to me. He <laughs> was like, he? "Yeah, oh. I had the flair, the hair like Ric Flair." That's I was so, like, "That's did awesome." Did he scream "Woo!" Also, <laughs> no, but it wasn't as good as your "Woo." I don't I know. know. I, I think Nate would give me a run for, for the woo. <laughs> I'm just telling you, I think that Keegan Colasar is going to walk up to the plate. He's going to do a pregame interview, and he's going to say, hi, my name's Keegan Colasar, and I hit dingers. And then he's going to go up and win. Is that what he's going to do? <laughs> uh, I, I'm just saying. I, like... <laughs> I, I, I would Chapman, like it if he Chapman, did. I'm, I'm going – I'm going to I'm going to say that Nate Schmidt's going to be tired from playing in the beauty league. So I, <laughs> I like Eric Hall. He's been I'm living his best life. With by the what way. I know worked. Nate Schmidt. Yeah. Have you seen? Um, I don't know if you follow Schmidty on Instagram, but um, he's been back in town now for like a few days or a week or so. And he was down at the resorts world pool. Um, he got a big fancy hat. Oh, yeah. oh he's, <laughs> he's always got the fancy hats. Yeah. <laughs> the fancy hats are, are, are nothing unusual. That, you know, that's, that's one of those players, right? That, that you get in a locker room and it's not necessarily too often that you get it within the NHL, but you get a player that's just authentically unique and different and and not a player that speaks in cliches and you know I, like I look back at, at at our time covering Nate Schmidt our time interacting with Nate Schmidt and just how refreshing it is it, it, to, to listen to him break games down but to do it in a way that's just unique and authentic I that's that's a, a player that that really lives uh, to be his own person and, and I, I loved every minute of covering Nate Schmidt with this team yeah, and it's interesting, too, because you look at the two of the guys that ended up making departures last offseason, Nate Schmidt and Paul Stasny, and both of them were like those guys that kind of gave you unique perspective when you didn't expect it. And Nate typically more on the funny side, but when he needed to be serious and answer questions, he would. And Paul Stasny just has such a unique mind that if you asked him a hockey question mm -hmm. he would give you a hockey answer he wouldn't give you a cliche like he would break things down and explain things and make you look at something in a different way that for someone like like myself or or anyone who hasn't necessarily played the sport fans that are watching and listening that you can really take something away from it which is pretty cool um so those two like outside of you know being missed off of the on the ice they were missed off of it but it's it, I mean there's a good group it's cool when you're when you have guys like like that though and obviously like it's awesome that they've all stayed friends and they all have houses here and so the guys come back it's it, Vegas is definitely a town that everybody wants to be and it's cool to see like they, them come back and retain those friendships that way one of the things that really blew me away about Paul Stassi I think it was year one the first year he was here and we were talking about film and he he basically said he doesn't watch film and I was blown away by that and he said yeah because my dad of course his dad was a really really good hockey player in his own his own regard he said when i was a kid my dad would would basically point out things that i did during certain shifts and i had to remember 
He's like, so I remember things from each game, and I don't really watch the film because I, I can remember every shift of every game that I play. And and to me, that, that just That's absolutely— That's incredible. It, it blew me away. I'm like, first of all, how many shifts are you taking in a game? And like he he made he he made the comment like yeah I just know where guys are going to be when I make a pass and to me that's that's just incredible to have that mind and and the confidence on top of it yeah just a, a special player right and and you know it'll be interesting to see kind of what happens with with Paul Stastny this year in the offseason as we were talking earlier about Battle for Vegas, the celebrity softball game that will be July 24th. So Saturday, July 24th, Home Run Derby at 6.30, game at 7. And we've got two tickets to send you there thanks to Vegas's fastest growing luxury brand Finley Volvo Las Vegas. If you want to go see Team Riley Smith take on Team Marcus Allen on Saturday, July 24th, be caller number 7. Caller number 7, 702-876-1340 is the number. You've won a pair of tickets to Battle for Vegas next Saturday courtesy of Finley Volvo. Timers coming up next on the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Brought to the near wing. Big shot, he scores! It's time for one-timers. Quick looks at some of the biggest stories of the day. And it's a tie hockey game. On the VGK Insider Show. One-timers for your Thursday. It's a segment that I'm never, ever going to give back to Darren Millard. When he gets here, I have taken it over. I am commandeering it, and I really, really feel good about it. So to start off with, we've got the Colorado Avalanche and their captain, Gabriel Landeskog. Now, it was reported a couple of days ago that both sides are not particularly close in coming to an agreement on the next contract. If that doesn't get done, Gabriel Landeskog will become an unrestricted free agent on July 28th. Andy Strickland reports today that the Avalanche have tendered three formal offers to their captain since the end of the 2019-20 season. There's been a four-year contract offer, a five-year contract offer, and a six-year or an eight-year offer, which was the last offer at just over 41 million. So somewhere in the ballpark of 5.2 million average annual value. It was also noted that the four and five year offers came in at a higher AAV. But my main question here eight years, 41 million, five ish million dollars average annual value, that's low. Or am I just kind of making that up? Is five million dollars low for Gabe Landeskog? So I'm sure Chapman will get on and get in on this too, and you'll give more of your opinion. But I, I was a little bit stunned by that. I could see why, you know, he told the Athletic that he's disappointed with the way that contract talks have gone so far. I mean, this is your captain who, I, I mean, yeah. he just completed a set. So for fans that don't really like have the best gauge on the how much a contract is worth. Um, Gabe Landeskog been with this team his entire career. He's only only 28 years old, been their captain. He was at the time he was named the captain, the youngest captain in NHL history. And he is now from 
being a $5.6 million cap hit on a seven-year deal that he just finished up is essentially, based on the number you just said, approximately a 5.2 average annual value, getting a demotion, getting a pay cut for being good. Like, he is a... <laughs> annual 20 goal 32 uh, he had 20 goals and 32 assists this year but he's an a like average eight of his 10 seasons he's had 20 plus goals and 30 assists per season he's always kind of been that guy and you look at the way I mean when there were those trade talks after the brutal 16-17 season and he was so open about saying like I want to be a part of, of making this team good about turning things around and that's what they've done they won the president's trophy this year he's such a key cog on that top line uh, I was yeah I'm a little bit stunned at that number I think anywhere else he's a guy that would be getting between seven and eight is that wrong yeah, I, I think that that's kind of where I fall on this. When when I think Gabe Landeskog, I, I think obviously it's the on-ice performance. You're looking at a player that has scored a lot of goals. You're looking at a player that's got a lot of points, 512 in 687 games. Is he the elite of the elite? No. Is he Nathan McKinnon? Absolutely not. But he's a key cog in that machine, and he's their their leader, right? He's, a, he's the captain for a reason. There's intangibles that come a, along with Gabe Landeskog. And did he have the best playoff this year? No, he didn't. But is that indicative of who he is as a player and who he's been over the last 10 years consistently? No, I don't think so. Now, in terms of where the cap hit would come in, it's very much in line with the contract extension that was signed by Ryan Nugent Hopkins. And when you look at the two players and you kind of take all the intangibles out of it, you take away the captaincy, uh, they're players that are in very similar regard in terms of their points production, in terms of how they play uh, from, from a production standpoint. But that being said, Gabe Landeskog is still better. And I think within the context of what the Colorado Avalanche are and what their goal is coming in next year, which is to win the Stanley Cup, because you look at that team, you look at the fact that you've still got guys that are on some pretty good deals, specifically Nathan McKinnon, you want to win before Nathan McKinnon has to go mm -hmm. to a, another contract. You just simply do, because that's going to be a very high number. I don't understand low-balling Gabe Landeskog in this situation if you're the Colorado Avalanche. Well, I really don't get it, but I also think... Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, it, it, it's an insulting offer, yeah, if, if we're being totally. honest. I, th I think that that's got to be how yeah. he's felt, which is unfortunate. You don't want your captain to feel insulted. And the other thing is, how, do, how are other guys in that locker room who are also free agents, like Brandon Saad, Pierre-Edward Belmar, their two goalies, Grubauer and Dubnik, how are these guys looking at that if they're saying, hey, wait a minute, this team has over $20 million in projected cap space, and they're insulting the captain, the guy who's only played for the Colorado Avalanche in his entire career. How are they, like Stormy said, giving him a demotion in pay? It's not like he hasn't produced. I mean, he was he was nearly a point a guy, a point a game guy this year. Two years ago, he was over a point a game. So it's not like he's not producing. I mean, he he is their captain. And, and it, to me, when I see this, I'm like, that's an insulting offer. Because to me, he's he's in that six to seven, seven to eight million dollar a year range. And a little more than 5.1 that, that for a guy who has been through the battles with that team. 
a guy who has been loyal to that team, a guy who was produced for that team, a guy who's been there for the bad and the good, it's not a good look. No, you're you're absolutely right. And and again, I, I don't know if this is just trying to to find some understanding in a flat cap world, knowing that Nathan McKinnon is going to be coming up soon, knowing that Kale McCarr is going to need a new yeah. deal, knowing Kale that McCarr is going to get a massive really, bump. Really good young players that are going to need contracts and Kale McCarr, that number's coming up right now. So so you've got to find a way to make it work and and I wonder if that's just trying to to do your part to keep every, everyone together, all the pieces together. But ultimately for me, when I saw those numbers come out, I wasn't necessarily convinced that this is going to end with Gabe Landeskog going to free agency. I wasn't two days ago. I am now. When I look at those numbers, if it doesn't improve and it doesn't improve quickly in terms of bridging that gap, I think it's a very real possibility that Gabe Landeskog does get to free agency. And then if that's the case, does he not become the most coveted piece there? Does he not become the the class of the free agency of, of the free agents going into this offseason? Well, well I'm, oh, sorry. Go ahead. There's a, there's certainly a lot of teams that would love to have his services. I mean, I, I would imagine, like you said, he would be the hottest name on the free agency market. And I certainly think he would get a lot more from someone else than he would based on what we're seeing that he's been offered in Colorado. I mean, the, the question becomes, does he want to pick up and move? I mean, Colorado, Denver's the only place he's known. Some guys, they, they, they don't want to go through it. But you know what? He, he may feel like, you know what? This is such an insulting offer that you've given me no choice. And I wonder if they, if, you know, the abs are thinking like, like Ryan said, it's obviously the, the flat cap situation. And I wonder if the team is thinking, okay, the style of game that Gabe Landeskog plays, like maybe that has a shelf life. And if you are giving him this long-term deal, maybe the last two or three years of that, uh, he's, you know, you know, he's not going to be his himself. It's a little hard to fathom him playing at the 20 goal, 30 plus assist level that he has been, but 100 percent he with the exception of alexander ovechkin who i mean the, the caps are going to resign it's the, he's by far the most elite left wing that's going to be available he's going to have his choice of the litter so to speak and you look at teams like la or like a st louis or uh, the teams that need that type of uh, uh all around forward um that these are guys that yeah. they've talked about needing and wanting um, that he would be a great option. I mean, look at L.A. Like, they could sell you. That They've been building and trying to get better, and the city itself kind of sells itself. If you're going to move somewhere, it's a, it's a good place to move. So uh, he's certainly going to have his options, but it's just crazy to think about. Like, I can't imagine him not wearing that maroon and blue. It's just it's all we've ever known of Gabe Landeskog. So he's been their captain since he was 19. To counter that point, though, if you're Colorado – don't you have to approach it from this is our window? When you look at the amount of contracts that they have that are going to end within the next two years, Burkowski, Kadri, Donskoy, Comfort, Nichushkin, those guys are all going to hit free agency within the next two seasons. Your window is not that big if you're Colorado. If I sign Gabe Landeskog to a long contract and I win the, the Stanley Cup in the next year or two, I don't care about what happens year five and six 
I care about what happens Though in I, this window because it's it's not going to be there forever. Though I will counter with that's why you're trying to get Gabe Landeskog on a deal like like what yep. you're seeing reported because if you get that then you can keep the band together. You can extend your window out beyond one or two or three years. You can conceivably go in with more spending room, more ability to to keep all these players together and allow them to grow into what we're seeing out of, say, I don't know, the Tampa Bay Lightning and what they've been able to do the last three or four years. I don't think when I look at Joe Sackick, when I look at what has been built in Colorado, I don't think that this is a team that's going, going to be content with just winning a Stanley Cup, and I think that the the offer to Gabe Landeskog, low as it is, is really in 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 line with trying to keep this team good, strong, and as long as they possibly can. I think- and I, look how close they were this year. I mean, as they've got to be absolutely kicking themselves, especially given the way that the season ended for the Golden Knights against the Montreal Canadiens. That they like an for we talk about the Golden Knights an opportunity missed. The Colorado Avalanche massive opportunity missed after going up 2-0 in that series against Vegas. Like you have to think. We all saw those post-game press conferences and the devastation in each one of those guys' eyes. They're going to come back next season with an absolute fire. Um, And if you're Gabe Landeskog, who's not used to being in this limbo, even if you do come back, like, are are you happy? Like, you're you're obviously going to be happy about being in the city and being with your teammates and all that stuff. But in terms of management, I I wonder if you're signing this long-term deal and they lowball you the way that they have and they're not treating you the way that you expect to be treated, like, How's that relationship going to be coming back? Well, this will be my last point on it. There's a there's a difference between a hometown discount and an insulting offer. Mm-hmm. And if I'm Gabe Landeskog, I might be willing to take the hometown discount. But after that, what you're asking me to, to, to do, it's just not right. I'm all about guys getting their money. Go out and get paid, right? Your career is not long. Make as much money as you possibly can. And you know what? That's an insult to me. And and I, I feel like, look, you know what? We're going to have to either come up quite a bit or i'm gonna test my 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 uh my my free agency you guys is this good gabe landeskog could be gabe landis gone dun 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 (laughs) (laughs) that's the perfect way to segue into what we're going to talk about now which is the florida panthers buying out defenseman keith Yandel. so keith yandel is going to be gone he will be a free agent could he help someone's power play? Yes. Do I think he can help Vegas's power play? I don't think Vegas needs more defensemen. That's all I'm going to say on that. Yandel had two years left at $6.35 million. Dead cap hits for the Florida Panthers will be 2.34 in 21-22. Five we'll call it 5.4 in 2022-23. And then 1.24 the remainder 2023 through 2025. Uh, I understand it. I do. Even though Keith Yandel had a great season for the Florida Panthers, I just don't think he was in the cards for what this team wants to do beyond this point. However, the thing that I find intriguing about the buyout for Keith Yandel is that the highest dead cap year is 2022-23 of 5.4 million. And that's also the year that Sasha Barkov will hit UFA status and need a new contract. It's not to the level 
of what we saw out of the Minnesota Wild in putting in buying out Parise and Suter and the dead cap hit they're going to incur. But it's certainly going to be interesting to see how the contract negotiations go with Sasha Barkov in that season. Your guys, you guys, what do you think? Well, right, I feel like you're itching to talk about it more. I almost, I just want to hear your thoughts. Like I, for just on the Keith Yandel situation, I will say, like for a veteran guy, it's, he'll get a fresh start, which is nice. It's unfortunate though that being the league's longest Ironman, 922 consecutive games played, that he won't get to try to surpass that record with the Panthers. But yeah, certainly a really interesting conversation with Barkov. I just feel like I feel like you want to talk more about it, so I need to know. Yeah, I think it's interesting because, you know, you, you look at Barkov, 5.9 million, one more year. He's the type of player that I think you just you need to make sure he is a Florida Panther for the rest of yeah. his career. And, you know, I, I don't think that their cap situation is in like any peril right now, but I do think that it limits what your what your ability is in terms of of making a deal that is fair you don't want to if you're in this situation next year you don't want to be in the same situation colorado is with gabe landeskog you don't want to to put yourself into a cap situation especially you got uh, i don't know 10 million dollars in sergey bobrovsky and you're not even sure if he's going to be your number one goalie you don't want to hamstring yourself when it comes to contracts for players that deserve it and i just hope that that's not where the florida panthers are going though a, a, a couple more contract news to get out for the Florida Panthers. They did sign Anthony Duclair to a three-year, $9 million contract extension, $3 million AAV, and they locked up defenseman Gustav Forsling for three years, total value $8 million. So good signings for Florida, but mission objective number one has to make has to be making sure that whatever Sasha Barkov commands for his next contract is something that they can do because they've added dead cap space in the buyout of Keith Yandel. Yeah, it's a, it's a really interesting situation there in Florida because Barkov and Huberdeau both will be coming up. Their, their contracts will be expiring in Soon. the yeah. concurrent season. So those are two guys who are basically their franchise. So you have to do what you can to, to make sure that you're able to re-sign them. The, the, the unfortunate thing with the Yandel situation is he's a guy who had a really good year. Remember, he we, when we started this season... There was talk that he might yeah. not even play, right? And his Ironman yes. streak was going to be broken. Yep. Guess what? That didn't happen. He played in every single game for the Florida Panthers this year. He keeps that streak going, which is pretty incredible. But he was very productive. He had three goals and 24 assists. So, you know, a, a productive season for an older player. I do like the re-signing of DeClaire. What I like about it more is he kind of proved someone wrong that he actually is a pretty good hockey player, and the Florida Panthers recognized that, and they made sure that they got him under contract for the next couple well, years. That, yeah, fifth fifth team's the charm. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, that exactly. sounds bad. There it is. But for fans that don't know much about his history, he was drafted by the Rangers, but has played with the Senators, the Blue Jackets, the Blackhawks, the Coyotes, and the Florida Panthers. I was I was taking a shot at the former coach of the uh, oh, okay. Columbus Blue Jackets. You're... you're <laughs> Chapman is famously taking a shot at John Tortorella, which is always appreciated on this show. Last thing here, we gotta, we got to be quick on it, but Ben Bishop has agreed to waive his no-move clause to be left exposed in the expansion draft. I get he's not going to be fully healthy. I get that you're not going to want to play Ben Bishop 55 games out of an 82-game season, but I think if you've got Ben Bishop in the right capacity, 
it could be a steal for the Kraken. I'm very curious to see if they end up going after Ben Bishop in the expansion draft. Yeah, and I get where you're coming from. He did have knee surgery, uh, but he is a three-time Vezina finalist. He led the league in save percentage just exactly. a couple years ago. A big guy, good leader. Um, and, and what I thought was interesting about this is that he went to the team, and he said, you know, I think that this is something yep. that's in the team's best interest. He could kind of see the writing on the wall, um, allows Dallas to protect Anton Hudobin. Um, so that just kind of, to me, shows the type of guy that he is already. Like, if you weren't interested in the, the player himself, you see the guy that he is if you're the Kraken. But why wouldn't you be interested in the player himself? Yeah, like Paul Stassi, St. Louis guy Those, as well. So, uh. 100%. Those are your one-timers for Thursday, July 15th. Wrapping it up here, I'm going to throw it over to Chapman because he's got a new player on the New Jersey Devils. Yeah, Chapman, a, a uh, trade up with you. to announce in the National Hockey League, the Colorado Avalanche, who we just spent a lot of time discussing in the last segment. They make a trade with my New Jersey Devils, Ryan Graves, goes to New Jersey in exchange for Mikhail Maltsev and a second-round pick, which was theirs courtesy of the New York Islanders. So Ryan Graves on his way out of Colorado and on his way to Newark. Good luck. It's going to make a lot of Golden Knights fans happy. Yeah, they only have to see him once <laughs> or twice. There it is. Hey, Stormy. Hey, Ryan. Thank you. <laughs> Thank yes. you. This was a fun day. I appreciate you guys having me. Yeah, it it flew by. We will catch you tomorrow. Wrap out the week with Stormy Bonatoni as our special guest host. Until then, have a great night, everybody.